0: What is up, everybody? You're tuning in to the Riddle Me That podcast with your host, Alex Riddle. On today's episode, we will be discussing the heroics from Joey Chestnut from the hot dog eating contest last weekend where he ate 75 hot dogs, breaking his own record of his previous 74 hot dogs from 2018. We're also going to talk hoops, With the basketball tournament, that's right. It's literally called the basketball tournament that started last weekend. So we're going to talk about that and also dive into some Premier League. Going to be a good show. Let's get on into it. So before we dive into the hot dog eating contest last weekend, this is the first Riddle Me That podcast taking place in Chi City. Me and my boy Kyle Coughlin moved in to our place in Wrigleyville last week. It's official now. You know, we bought the condiments for the fridge, bought a microwave. You can say things are getting pretty serious uh, around these streets. Uh, But it's been great so far. We uh, were hanging out. Well, actually, it was just me this weekend. I was hanging out on my porch uh, with a couple friends and there was actually this birthday party being uh celebrated at our neighbor's place down in their yard uh mostly older people let's say later 30s early 40s that's the cool thing about this uh part of the city is there's a lot of people that live here that are our age uh and that are a little older but are still you know outside on their chairs having a beer hanging out but yeah so they were singing happy birthday to one of their uh it was it looked like a nephew or a kid whatever the case may be so after they finished singing happy birthday i yelled down i was like happy birthday and you know they're very appreciative of that and like five minutes later i'd say out of nowhere the neighbor that lived there brought up two pieces of cake uh for me and my buddies it was such a nice gesture it just made me feel comfortable being like, all right like this is the type of neighborhood i'm living in uh five houses down it was like ultra frat boy party going on there was a group of guys that were playing quarters and beer pong for literally two days straight uh they probably went through at least 10 cases of beer i respect it honestly you know it's the first thing my parents when they finished uh they just got to my apartment and they were helping me bring some of my stuff in they're like yeah we just drove by your neighbors uh Looks like you're going to be having a fun time. Uh, so who who knows? Maybe I'll venture down there at some point. You know, check it out. Uh, but yeah, so I had a couple of my friends stay over with me this weekend. And we decided to watch the hot dog eating contest on Saturday. Uh, it was definitely my first hot dog contest appearance, tuning in. Uh, I've watched the highlights in the past. Uh, because that's really, you know, all, all you need to watch uh, It's a 10-minute contest where literally it's eat as many dogs as you can. And obviously the feature contestant is Joey Chestnut, uh, who's taken over the reins for Kobayashi the past decade or so. Uh, no one really knows what happened to Kobayashi, uh, who was the king of the hot dog eating contest. He kind of just disappeared. Uh, I think there was like a scandal that went on with him. No one really knows. But yeah, so Joey Chestnut has the last three or four records for hot dog uh, eating and he his recent record was 74 hot dogs from 2018. Uh so yeah, he was he broke his own record this weekend. He ate 75 dogs and oh my gosh, just right out of the gate. He is just chugging down dogs. He has two dogs in one hand. He he each contestant also has like a glass of water to help them wash down the bread they're eating. But he has, like, a routine. He is just ch- sloshing these down. It's honestly disgusting watching this um, hot dog eating contest. It is, like, you know, it it makes you never want to have Portillo's ever again. I mean, that's just, I mean, I'm going to have Portillo's again. Trust me. But for the time being, I was like, oh, my God, like, don't show your kids this. This should be rated R. I mean, it is gross. They're, like, sweating. and then But it looks like they're also enjoying it at the same time. I don't know. It's crazy. But. Me and my buddies, you know, we were rooting for him to get that record, so we we're like, come on, Joey, eat those dogs. And it's funny, like, after each minute, it shows like how many dogs uh they're eating per minute. And he had in the first three minutes, he was averaging like nine and a half dogs per minute, which is insane. He obviously slowed up towards the end, but I knew he was gonna get seventy five dogs. He's obviously been preparing the last couple years for this, and so he literally he got 75 dogs right at the last second. He's definitely been training for this moment. And it was, it was, you know, I felt good for Joe. You know, it would suck to put in all that work and end up either, like, you know, getting like 73 dogs. So not matching his record or even tying his record. You know, he's trying to break it. So definitely, you know, he's definitely probably taking a break for now. But he's definitely going for that 76th dog record next year. It's pretty amazing. You know, I was wondering, how do you train for... hot dog eating contest and i don't but he's just a regular looking guy he's you know he's not you know there's contestants there that are either really strong or they're really fat and he was just like a normal dude he didn't seem strong he wasn't overweight so i was actually at work today and one of my co-workers was saying how what they do is is they eat like a bunch of lettuce which helps like open up their stomach you know without getting any calories i don't know if that's true but I so I I guess what I I guess the key to winning hot dog eating contest is eating lots of lettuce, uh beforehand. But regardless, I think, I I might be tuning in to next year's uh hot dog eating contest. But obviously, if there's other sports on, I will not be tuning in. That's a big reason why we did. There's nothing else to watch these days. But I had a good time cheering on Joey, uh, and he's actually he now has thirteen championships. He has the most like rec- like championship records out of anybody. He was like tied with like Nadal at 12, which is pretty insane. You know, so he, you know, technically he's the best athlete out there. So, athlete of the year question mark? I don't know. I got my vote on Joey Chestnut. So, I want to talk some hoops right now. Last Saturday, the basketball tournament was taking place yes it's called the basketball tournament it's a five on five league where there's 24 teams single elimination and they're all playing for the chance to win a million dollars whoever wins gets a million dollars each player gets a part of that Uh, but apparently this tournament's been going on for a few years now i had no idea i guess obviously with you know regular sports being played this gets no recognition but since it is the one of the only sports being played right now, it you know was on all day Saturday. And it was actually really enjoyable. It's it's a lot of um ex you know low level NBA players. Actually that's not true because Joe Johnson, uh, you know, an ex all-star of the league is on a team, obviously way older now. Uh he's definitely on one of the better teams. But you know, and there's also a lot of like recently graduated college players who are going to be good that haven't been drafted to a team yet obviously because of covid so this is giving them a chance to play uh there's some really cool names uh one of the teams that we watched and was really good uh was the house of pain it was all these ex-university of illinois basketball players uh so like the university of Champaign, house of pain you know classy joke right there but it was it was cool they were really good they have players like Nana Igu, who played at St. Ignatius uh, High School in Chicago back in his day. Uh, so I actually, when I was in middle school, I remember watching him play at uh, my high school uh, Jack Tosh Invitational, which is like the Christmas tournament. Uh, and then, you know, he, you know, he got some good minutes uh, at U of I. They weren't very good when he was there, but he, he started definitely by his senior year. Um, they also had Felice. Uh, who recently graduated from U of I. So they had some ball players on that team, and, and they were good. They they wrecked the team they played. Uh, I don't even remember the name uh, of that team. But there were some cool names. There was a, uh, a team called Brotherly Love from Philadelphia. Uh, there was a team called Heard That. So it was like Marshall Thundering Heard, but it was like Heard That. It was funny. We were just kind of laughing at all the names. Uh, there was Team CP3 uh it was it was cool i we me and my friends really enjoyed uh watching that it took up a lot of time on saturday because we actually so we we got up i'd say around 7 a.m and we watched premier league soccer which i've been really into lately uh which has been awesome i love premier league even with no fans uh i've really been enjoying it uh and then we watched the basketball tournament for most of the rest of the afternoon and into the uh early evening and it just gives me hope that I'm like, alright, basketball might actually be happening. I mean, it's a small sample, but obviously they all had to get tested to play in the arena and it's it's exciting. I mean basketball for me it's tough because it's like, okay, well, everyone's touching the same ball, you know, everyone's sweating, getting close to each other. But maybe I guess if they're if they test negative going into the stadium, there's a good chance that everyone's uh gonna be okay. So because we hope that the NBA will start when it's supposed to at the end of July. Um, but hands off to, or you know, to everybody helping out uh, with sports, you know, with the testing of COVID, you know, going to stadiums. It's a process. It's not easy to talk to the media because you know, everyone wants to hear that it's happening or everyone wants to hear that it's not happening. So it's kind of a, you know... Lose, lose either way because someone's always gonna be mad if you know if the sports are playing or not. So it's be interesting on um, what's gonna happen towards the starting date. But thank you, basketball timer, for giving me hope and entertainment in the meantime. Uh, it's still going on for most of this week, so I'm gonna be you know I'm I'm definitely gonna be tuning in because I want to see who wins that million dollars. For a lot of people, I mean that's a hundred thousand dollars right there. I mean that's something you didn't have before in your pocket, so. Everyone's trying to win. Everyone's trying. Uh, the, the weirdest thing, though, I don't know if I like it or not, is once it get to the fourth quarter, after the five-minute mark at 4.30, the clock stops, and there just is a target score. So let's say one team was up by five points. The target score would be like eight points away from whoever's leading. So if I was up like 67, 62, the target score would be 75. So it's whoever gets there first uh, with no time. So... It does give the team that's losing some time to come back. But I don't know if I like it because then it's kind of like, well, it's kind of not fair to the team that's winning. So let's say if you're up by like 15 points and all of a sudden you just kind of choke it away and the team comes back and wins, but you wouldn't have won at the time. So I was still running. So that's up for debate. But I I think they're just trying it because it's like, why not at this point? They want to see if maybe it's something that like the NBA would do. I don't think they would ever do that, but I don't know. Up for debate. Let me know your thoughts, ladies and gentlemen. So my riddle's rant of the week goes to my parking situation last night. So at my new apartment, I actually rented out an extra parking spot uh, in my parking garage behind my house where there's three cars uh, that have a spot there. There's actually one spot next to me that just rented out to Spot Hero, uh, which kind of goes to the story here. So last night... I was back at Elmhurst for a few hours visiting the family. I came back at around nine. And of course, I opened up my garage and there's this car parked in my spot, you know, and all the other cars are filled. So I have nowhere to park in my garage. And I'm thinking, wow, three days into living in my apartment, already having issues. Uh, on the first night, I actually backed out and ripped off my mirror because it's actually a pretty tight spot. And the thing is, is, you know, when you're pulling out, you can't see either way of the alley if a car's coming, so I'm more focused on, okay, I don't want to nail a car, but at the same time, I didn't realize how tight I was, and mirror ripped right off. I currently have duct tape on that mirror waiting for the new mirror to come in, Uh, but now I'm I'm an expert at that. You know, when I pull out, I really focus on the traffic behind me and the mirror situation, so it's just a live and learn moment. Honestly, I think it was good for me that it happened, Uh, but back to the story. Yeah, so I'm really not sure what to do in this situation. You know, I paid $250 a month for this spot. Uh, I actually split with my roommate Kyle, who has the rights to my car whenever he needs it, uh, which really helps a lot because the t- 250s hefty. Uh, but so I'm like, I'm I'm kind of pissed. You know, I stay pretty calm, but I was like, wow, like, what do I do? So I actually there's this little lot next to the parking garage where no one seems to park in. Uh, so I parked there uh, for last night, and I so I called like the late night maintenance. Uh, who are available if you have, like, an emergency, and, of course, I talked to, you know, the first operator, I I gave her my information, she's like, all right, yeah, well, someone should be contacting you soon, I'm going to relay them, you know, them your information of what you told me, and I'll get back to you, half an hour goes by, there's no call, so I call again, Talk to a different operator, I talked to a guy that just, I don't know how he has the job as this maintenance guy, because he was just clueless, he asked for my name, And I was like, yeah, my name's Alex. He's like, how do you spell Alex? I'm like, all right. So I I tell him, I'm like, A-L-E-X. Five seconds go by. And he goes, so it's A-L-L. I'm like, no, Alex. I'm like, I already knew I was screwed there. So of course, I had no help from last night. I actually write a note on my car and put it in the windshield saying, hey, so this isn't my normal spot. I have a parking garage spot, but I don't have a spot. So if you're gonna tell me, please call me at this number so I can explain myself and come outside. Uh, I actually wrote a note on the person that uh, parked in my spot uh, and was like, "Hey, this is my spot. I don't know if you got mixed up with the spot hero or whatnot, but here's the situation." So yeah, I I wake up today, my car is still there, so I'm like, "All right, you know," and and the, and the other cars are there, of course, which I figured. Uh, but I did write an email to the property management, you know, being like, "Hey, like, you know, I need this figured out," and they. They emailed back, of course, this is unacceptable, and they wrote an email to all the tenants living in our building being like, hey, whoever's parked in that spot is illegal. If you're not moved the, uh, out of there by the end of the night, it will be towed. So I, I don't even know if it was a car from the building. It just assumed. But when I got back from work today, it wasn't there, so that makes me happy. But, you know, I am worried that going forward, this might be a problem. Um, So I am a little concerned at the moment, but it did get taken care of, which is good. No ticket or towing for me. Uh, So all is well. But, you know, that was a concerning issue. It did kind of piss me off. But at at the end of the day, we Gucci. We moving on. My G4 spotlight of the week. Definitely goes to getting up early on Saturday and watching the Premier League with the boys. Uh, I've recently become a huge soccer fan during the COVID-19 pandemic where, you know, there's been... No sports to watch but soccer and UFC of course. So I have been committed. Uh and it's it's gonna be awesome once all the once all the sports come back because I'm so into soccer now that I've just added it to my repertoire. So if anything, COVID's just teaching me how to appreciate all sports. And it's just so exciting. I mean, these soccer matches are so it's like nothing going on all of a sudden three goals scored and you're like wow like what just happened and all of a sudden it takes you know one little slip from one team to blow it and there's just so much on the line all the time you just can sense like the nerves going through all the team and like how they you know they're just trying to force the aggression all the time just seeing the coaches faces on the sideline are just hysterical cuz they're always just so serious and so scared it's all business in the premier league and I love it i i'm trying to find a uh, a team for myself because I feel like now if I'm going to watch I have to pick a team I'm kind of leaning towards either Manchester United maybe Chelsea some teams that aren't in the top spots but they're still you know in like that four through seven range where they still you know are relevant uh, behind like Liverpool and Manchester City so I I'm not for sure saying that those are my teams yet, but I think in the next week or so, I'm going to just pick a team that I feel is a fair team to pick where they're not just like the favorites every year, but they're also good enough where if I'm rooting for them, they have a chance to succeed at the end of the season. My flick of the week this week is going to the floor is lava. Uh, This is a cheesy TV show. That I watched over the weekend late on Saturday. Uh, it's it's a game show where literally the goal is for their teams of three, usually family members or friends, that are just trying to f- get over the lava in the room. There's all these objects that they can use uh, to like jump over the lava, and like takes teamwork. And it's really goofy, and like when they fall in the lava, they like sink in. And everyone's like, "No!" and it's like. The weirdest show ever, but like I I wouldn't recommend it if, it if you're trying to find like an actual show to get into, but if you're looking to be entertained uh, in the late hours, uh definitely tune it. It was it got me and my friends l- crying laughing because of just like how cheesy it was. But it was entertaining. It actually did take some strategy. And, you know, there was three different teams, so they each got like in you know, like a ten minute segment. And it it was close, so you weren't sure who was gonna win. But definitely entertaining. It was definitely stupid, though. I, I, I don't see myself you know, watching it daily, but I think for some people, definitely they could you know, ride it out for a few weeks and get some enjoyment out of it, but definitely a show I'd try out, uh, get some laughs out of it, um, but definitely not you know, one of my top-tier flick of the week uh, recommendations. My bet of the week this week is going to go to the Premier League, my favorite place these days. Uh, last week, I was correct. I picked the over of three and a half goals uh, for the Bayern Munich game. Uh, it was four two, I believe. So it covered pretty easily. I'm pretty sure they covered in the first half. So I'm just acknowledging it. So f- for all your bettos out there, better keep following me because I'm a little hot right now. Um, but this week, I'm this match I'm gonna pick is tomorrow. It is between Norwich City and Watford, uh, two of the bottom teams in the Premier League. Norwich City is actually last in the league. Uh, The over-under for goals is two and a half. I'm going to say the over. Now, I know what you're thinking. Both crappy teams that don't score a lot of goals. But they do let up an extremely amount of goals. And they're both due for some sort of outbreak. I've... Been checking their scores. It's been a lot of zeros lately for these teams. So I feel like with a matchup like this, I'm envisioning like a th- a 3 1, uh maybe even like a 3 2 game, uh lots of goals, bad defense. I'm gonna do what I mean, a lot of people probably think that it's gonna be, you know, a 1 0 game because their offense isn't good, which is I could totally see that happening, but I think it's gonna be the opposite. It's like in the NBA when Two crappy West Coast team, or yeah, two crappy uh, teams play each other that you know don't do very well against the good teams, but when they play each other, the it'll be a good game, high scoring. So locking in over two and a half goals, Norwich City against Watford. That's all the time we have today on the Riddle Me That podcast. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. It's really hot this week, so stay safe out there. Wear lots of sunscreen. Stay hydrated. Drink lots of water. Drink a couple beers at night uh, when it cools down. But I can't wait uh, for what's to come in my new city life. I appreciate all the support, and I will see you guys next week. Have a good night. Everybody, Riddle out.